kettles. I got some cereal. What do you want to talk about? You want to talk Stop about cereal? Slice it up. No, that <laughs> it looks good, man. Yes, your hats are in the back. Everybody gets it. You you brought 90 hats. Yo, is that the avocado hat? No, that's an A24 hat and a Lebanon hat. What's up, with Lebanon, the dude? I got to represent Lebanon. Everybody fuck? knows you're Lebanese, man. <laughs> Nobody knows if you like avocado or not. I love avocados. I actually got a little bit of a riff on avocados. What does that even mean? Like I talk about them. I say that you gotta, you gotta eat them. You gotta eat them at the right time. You know what I mean? If you let them go, to, if you let them too long, they get moldy, and it's just. Why are you fucking fresh. with me? Why are you doing this? Why do you want to start this this way? You doing do you avocado mean? material on stage now? That's what you're telling me. Well, in a park or wherever the fuck uh, comedy's oh, happening right now. On stage, bro. You're talking just in general. You got when people yeah. come up and meet you, that you go, yo. Hey, is that Dave? Yeah, let me tell you about avocados. Why not? Why can't I talk about avocados, dude? It's just called riffing. You're right. I mean, um, yeah, I've been talking about um, face cloths. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think I don't think I, I would not, I wouldn't judge. I would judge you, but I mean, like, who cares? It's just me. You could do what you want, whatever makes you happy. If you want to talk about aprons or coasters, fucking do it, dude. I love coasters. I do. I actually started to like coasters. <laughs> do it. Somebody gave me like, somebody made me, so a friend of mine's nephew made me coaster, has a coaster business. And then I got a real coaster. And, but I had like coasters from the bar before someone gave me that too. And when you really level up on coasters, you look down on bar coasters. You're like, these are You're talking about the little the paper. Little paper ones. You're like, what the fuck did I bring that into my apartment? What do you have now? Like real ones. The like a kid, wood he, one? He made a wood one. He, he, he asked you what you want. I made Canada. I said, can, can you do Canadian, the Canadian flag? And he made the Canadian flag. He made four of them. Out of wood? I believe out of wood, yeah. Smart kid, man. He's got money. He's making money. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got... I got uh, remember when we did that um, Calgary Fest together? They gave us coasters and they were wood. They were, yeah, yeah. Look, wood. You all throw the those way. out? Did you get rid of those ones? I kept those ones. But you know what happens? So, you know how like a, a something, and, we, and then we'll get to things here. When you put a cup on a coaster, the yeah. condensation will stick to the coaster, right? But yeah. th- when it's wood, you pick it up. And this happens to me sometimes. I pick it up and then it drops, bangs on something, and scares the fuck out of me. <laughs> Dude, there's wood ones at the Airbnb. It's scary. Jesus, like especially if you're alone, dude. Yeah, but they stick, right? And then you pick it up and you're just drinking. You're having a sip watching some serial killer documentary. And then just, no, oh, you're like, what the fuck happened? You're like, he's in the house. He's, he's after me next, dude. Dude, no joke. Uh, I so, so, okay, we're in Canada right now. We're in... Uh, I have a direct. Which we're almost, almost out of. And I'm done. I'm absolutely... And I got to do this again. When I go to Nova Scotia. I'm going to tell you this, though. Before you start telling that, I'm sucking on some maple syrup, dude. <laughs> I, got, I haven't, haven't had a maple anything. And as soon as I'm out of here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk right into an A&W and I'll blow any guy. <laughs> work. I'm done. Like, you, you know, know I'm walking in like, and I'm blowing, I'm blowing three A&W workers out the gate. I'll blow the bear, the root beer. It's so crazy. <laughs> You know, like when all the, obviously when this is going on, it's like you're under lockdown, you go, okay, and then you're doing it, but then you're out forever, right? And then we get asked to do this, and since, yeah. since we have to come to Canada, we got to quarantine for a couple of weeks, and then we're doing shows, 
you go, okay, yeah, that's going to be fine. And then you go, but like, this is day, we're like day 11 or 12. Yeah. But only today did it really hit me of just like, I got to get the, I just want, here's all I want. I want to walk into a, um, I just want to walk into a store. (laughs) I just want to be able to walk into a store again. I want to walk into a Rabba and spend $78 for hummus. Bro, I feel the same way. I would say seventy dollars. They do fuck you on that. They He's have like, to be a part of the airport, right, bro? It has to be a part of the airport. Like it's a long lost terminal. Each, each Rabba, each Rabba fine foods, seven hundred eighty dollars for milk. <laughs> Downtown Yo, Toronto. Walmart's they're like seventy nine dollars. I go fuck me in the face, dude. Well, this is it's so funny because like I'm I'm down I'm down in like. Uh, right across from the sky dome so it's all condos right yeah and everybody that would live down here is like man toronto's so expensive and it is yeah when you you live in a a super condo and you don't even use any of the amenities you don't go to the pool you don't use the golf simulator you don't go to the theater and then anytime you want to hey i'll just run to the store real quick does anybody have two (laughs) hundred dollars so i can get a bag of chips and a chocolate bar from fucking Rab- Rabba is one of the worst. I like it because oh. it has so many things, but it's one of the worst financial decisions you can make. Yeah, in your life. And they, do they charge you for bags too? That's the worst when they're like, and it's going to be 15 cents for the bag. I go, you know, I will fucking karate chop your whole staff. Does Rabba right. charge 15? I don't know. I just assume I believe every it. place charges like 30 cents or something stupid. Rabba acts like Rabba's either attached to the airport or, or strip clubs. You know what I mean? They have they have strip yeah. club and airport prices. I bet you if you went to an ATM at Rabba, it's it's seven dollars to get your own money out. <laughs> and there's a bouncer there being like, "Don't touch this woman's tits." You're like, "Who?" Yeah, I'm just trying to get cereal. That's great. Well, it's ninety dollars. You're sta- you're you standing on Mercedes's stage. <laughs> Dude, I, I I think I went in there once. I was at a lady's place overnight, and I. And I went into a Rabba's to get like some, some. I was, I just needed some kind of food, and it was like two items, and it's seventeen dollars. Yeah, I think I bought a, a fucking little yogurt, and it cost. I had to pay, you know, I had to go on a plan to to pay it for the next three months. <laughs> I'm surprised they don't have like a, a cover charge. <laughs> like it's twenty dollars to get in to be able to buy things. It's so big too. When you walk in, you're Huge. like, I don't need this much. It's like it's it's like a mini grocery store. Like in a sorry, Huge. it shouldn't be that much because it gives you the illusion that it's like kind of like a convenience store, and for America, like a bodega. That's how I picture it from the outside. Then yeah. you go in and it's like, like why is it so big? Yeah, why is there so much cheese? Yes, you get sucked why can into I get buying it. Sliced meats. One time, so I used to live right um right across the street from one. And we went in one night to get, uh, we were going to get stuff for nachos. We walk in and the guy behind the counter is completely dead asleep, <laughs> dead. And we walk in and I said, oh man, we're going to have to wake up, wake him up. My friend goes, fuck that. He's like, this place fucks us every day. I'm taking this shit. And he just took, took it all. Salsa, cheese That's and amazing. chips and just walked the fuck out. And the guy was still like, I mean, it was like probably one in the morning. This guy's, you know, on a, a triple shift working fucking 90 hours or something. But yeah, we just dusted it. But they don't even notice that shit. No, they don't. I'll tell you this quickly before we move on is like, because it reminded me of this. Me and 
uh, this, me and this very funny comedian friend of mine, Chris Griffin, he's, he's, a, he's a Calgary guy, but he lives in Vancouver now. And we were, we would tour together out West and we were going to, we did Cranbrook. So the night before we're partying and we're, and he's talking trash to me the night before he's like, you like jokingly, you know, we're both drunk. He's like, you're not from the streets, which I'm not, but he just, he started that way. And you know, you get riled <laughs> up. Right. And I was like, what do you mean? I'm not. He goes, you're not, bro. You ain't tough. I go, fuck you, bro. And then he carried on and that, you know, that the first night and I was like, whatever, I'm sober. I'm not agitated anymore. And then he starts it the second night and we're on our way to a 7-Eleven. He goes, you ain't shit. You ain't with the streets. You can't fuck up anybody, um, which I'm not. But I get in to the 7-Eleven and he's at the counter. He's already ordered his stuff. And uh, he turns around and then he goes, uh, you want me to cover? You want me to cover? what you're going to buy. And I just staring at him and the guy behind the counter is like, what's happening? We're both wasted. But I look psychotic because I, I could remember what he said yesterday. And then he goes, he goes, uh, dude, you want me to get you something? And I just go, I go, you don't think I'm from the streets? And then the guy behind the counter is like, what's your friend say? He's like, no, he's good. And I go, you don't think I'm from the streets? I'll show you the streets. And you know, they have those penny candies, you know, those little five cent candies. Yeah. I just grabbed a bunch and started. <laughs> <chewing>. <laughs> Dude, that guy behind the counter was like, what the fuck is wrong with these grown ass men? Dude? Dude, imagine if that's the way that menace to society starts. <laughs> Walks in instead of shooting somebody over cold 45, just takes a handful of candy and stuffs it in his mouth. Like, yo, you're fucking crazy, man. Dude, that's what I was going to say to you about uh, being scared when these fucking coasters drop. And then we're going to get into shit. I'm, I'm done today, first of all. And I can't believe I got to do this again. Like, and it's, I, I have to do it because Nova Scotia is doing it. You yeah. have to quarantine again. Even if I stayed in Canada, I could, I could stay in Toronto for four months. And still, if I want to go get yelled at by my mom, I got I to gotta sit in a, clo- a Marriott or a fucking super eight motel closet for two straight weeks and but then, i mean is that the only province outside of ontario that is doing that the maritimes is for sure i don't know i haven't really followed. i think manitoba's doing it as well really yeah 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 manitoba i would check on that manitoba i think bc I'm is the only one manitoba. <laughs> am i gonna quarantine for two weeks and then what no i know Get but a I mean, knife like- fight at that windy corner <laughs> <laughs> Winnipeg always is like, uh, yeah, man, we got an art scene and folk scene. Go fuck yourself. They have some nice, they have some good restaurants, but the rest of it is like, yeah. It's like it's like putting a nice restaurant in Screamers. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, man, you want to go? If you want to get some good food, go through this haunted house. <laughs> and they always got so much pride. You're like, man, let it go. Who gives a fuck? It well, snows ninety percent of the time. I'm dealing with fucking frostbite. You and have to be. You have to be. Months, uh, <laughs> I'm fucking staring at a fucking white dude play guitar in some fucking tavern. Like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you have to be proud, though, when you're, you live in a city that's so far from other cities. Like, there's nobody, nobody lives close to them. They're the most isolated city in North America. Yeah, and they're weird. <laughs> I mean, that's your opinion? I don't want to, I will say this. Every night that I did shows there, I did say to the crowd, I go, you guys honestly feel like you all saw a murder and <laughs> you're making sure that I don't find out about it. Like even when I walked through the mall, everybody looked at me as if they, ri- 
they knew that I wasn't from there and they looked at yeah. me as if like, how the fuck did you even get here? <laughs> That's were, what I'm saying. So it's the weirdos. Yeah. They're just fucking, but they always have this pride about their folk music and their art scene. It's like, I don't give a fuck, dude. It's minus 90. I'm dying here. I don't give a fuck about a hymn or a fucking strumming of a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> you, well, yeah, I, won't, I won't quarantine there for two weeks. Oh, no. A bunch of low-level Bonnie Bears out there, dude. <laughs> so I got to do, I got to quarantine when I go home. But anyways, I got so, uh, uh, smoking some of this Canadian weed, right? The Trudeau rolls. Yeah. Um, first of all, for people that don't live in Canada – uh justin trudeau roll he, he so people buy so much weed here that he has to roll during some of his speeches so he's at his podium rolling giving an announcement to the to the country shit he really gets that high huh well he just well it's his it's it's government weed so he's got to roll it so that everybody can partake you know it's it's his role his name's on the side Buddy. of it he looks like he gets blown sometimes 10 minutes before a speech, dude. <laughs> like you, think he got, you think he cheats? No, no. I mean, his wife's blowing him, but he looks like his face is pushed back and his hair is like, he looks like, you know, when you got, a, when, when your girl goes down on you and you got to do something after, he's got that vibe sometimes to him. Like she, she blows you good and you get to the podium and you're like wide-eyed. You're like, shit. <laughs> the life has been sucked out of me, man. Like he's uh, he's spent, and he say he has to come up and be hey, like, "All right, no, here, for, yeah. here's what we're gonna do for Winnipeg. We're gonna make it less horrifying for yeah, everybody that lives grabbed, there." She grabbed his knees when she blew him. That, that's do you think he? Okay, again, I'm gonna finish my story, and we're gonna get into real things. You think Justin? You think you think uh, you think uh, the PM uh, cheats? Yeah, he gets nasty. I guarantee you, he's got a two live crew fucking on his iPod or whatever, two and he's like. <laughs> Two live crew. Yeah, dude, come on, man. He did he did brown face and black face. This guy's up to no. He's doing some shiesty shit. Yeah, I guess when you factor that in. I mean, blackface doesn't necessarily mean that you're you know, they never said that on Ricky Lake. Once once a blackface wearer, always a cheater. That wasn't the thing. But I, I hear what you're saying. If you're if you're able to do it countless. I feel he has like a troubling pat like he has a secretive pat like life he's doing. Some Let me ask you this question, and then again, we're moving on. Okay. If you cheat, right, wearing blackface, I've, che I've cheated. Is man. it cheating? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not you. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, you're doing. It's a character. Well, I mean, if that's look, I've tried to pitch a lot of things to the woman I've cheated on. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't wearing anything that you bought me. <laughs> I, it wasn't at the house. I used a different name. One time I, I said the pussy that. flew at me, and she goes, get out of my house. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching uh, – I'm watching this documentary right now. Um, I watched a lot of documentaries in quarantine, many yeah, about uh, – You're a big documentary guy. I like documentaries a lot. Uh, I, I watched uh, – did you watch the one about um, the Golden State Killer? No, you told me to watch the one about the internet, social one, and I watched that one. Yeah, I yelled about that last week. I mean, and What's I might have snapped a little too much. I, 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 I did the podcast right after I'd watched it, and I, I just kind of snapped. Dude, it's infuriating. You know what I mean? It is really infuriating. Yeah, it so is. But what are we going to do? We're all – it, 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 now it's just like it's, – it, here's, here's the options now that it already exists. Uh, 
get famous and live with it or don't die. <laughs> yeah. I did the weirdest shit. I was taking it. I was, ta- I was on the toilet and my phone was on the ledge of the window and I looked at it like I would look at a friend who had answers. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I just, I don't know either. I just looked at it at the ledge. Like it was going to, like it was going to talk to me or get up itself and have a conversation. I looked at it like, what, what was the point? Like I couldn't, I could reach it, but I, what was I going to do? I like, got, I, yeah. No, no text was happening. <clears throat> I didn't have to text anyone. I just looked at it like, like it had answers or for hope, like to get me out of this boring situation that I'm in right now. Yeah. That's what no, I, think I get it. Whole, that, that energy that, that that documentary gave it's like this unnecessary time that you spend with it and then how they're capitalizing on it and it makes sense though why would you if you had that much information on society like you create something like that like you start off as like you know we just want people to meet each other and connect there has to have been somebody in the background with their hands like this with like a cat and going yo how do we make millions off these people like you know what i mean we have such we have this this vast amount of information so I, there was I, at some point somebody was going to do something like we saw in the documentary yeah everybody that's in um you know like say PETA okay let's say PETA the, the people for the ethical treatment of animals all right yeah let's say PETA starts running the world okay they'll start kicking children in the streets yeah every single person that's in power fuck somebody somewhere <laughs> like it it's uh, to be a billionaire yeah you gotta fuck someone over one or yeah two you just over. can't do it i guess every single person that gets power looks around and is like yeah i'll fucking slap somebody fuck it or i'll, I'll do fuck, this yeah. and fuck people over like it just kind of happens yeah dude you gotta knife somebody in the kneecap you know what i mean somebody was getting fucking sliced in the belly on the way up dude well okay so so the, okay i'll get back to the golden state documentary in a second but i watched this other documentary I've just been going through documentary series, losing my mind. But um, did, you, did you see The Vow? You probably didn't watch The Vow, right? No, I saw you post about it. What is that? The Vow is a documentary about a, a sex cult uh, that was in Albany. And there was a woman from Vancouver in it, and she started a faction of it in Vancouver. But basically, it was, you know, the way that all cults are. Uh, it's a great time. It's a party. Hey, we all love each other and we're all trying to better ourselves and all that kind of stuff. And then one day the leader's like, yeah, I think I want to fuck you guys. <laughs> Yo, is that like, what it's about? Yeah. He, but, but the guy started, so the guy, again, it's just like a, 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 a cult where people are trying to, you know, overcome fears and become better people basically. And then, the guy starts sort of an offshoot of that cult with a couple of women and he's getting them to give him all their personal information so that they can't, um, you know, talk about what he's doing. Oh, I see what you mean. So, so he'll be like, he gets other women to get these women to send, you know, uh, pictures of them naked and videos of them doing shit and all this kind of stuff and their personal uh, social media passwords and all that sort of deal. So that when he starts fucking around with them, he has so much on them that now they can't really say say anything because if they do, then he's going to release all these things. But he was getting, um, he was branding them. Like they were branding these women uh, with, with yeah, his initials and another woman's initials. But why was I talking about that? 
sex stuff. That's nasty. Oh, that's what that's that's what I said. So, so this guy, okay, he's like at first, and I, I maybe I'm too stupid to to be happy, but you're watching the documentary first, and these people are dancing around in a circle, and to me, it's all gross right from the beginning. Even when yeah, they're I like, don't like when it's too happy, dude. I don't trust. There's it. something weird about it, right? It, yeah, it, yeah. It, but maybe I'm too stupid. I don't know. Maybe I'm too stupid to just let go and let a fucking cult leader pound me in the ass. <laughs> like maybe I'm just no, no, you're just, dude, I, I hate to say it. It's like, I don't know because I don't, I, I watch these documentaries and I go, how the fuck did you fall for that? Like I, I've been, I, I'm listening to the same thing you've listened and I'm already judging this fucking conniving fuck two yeah. minutes. In. Like I'm already detecting that. And I'm not the smartest guy, but I'm like, I feel like sometimes when you're at a point in your life where you're maybe weak or you have no hope, that's when these fucking cocksuckers pounce. Yeah, but even, I, I don't yeah, I don't know. Maybe I haven't lived long enough or been broken enough to fucking, you know. But so the beginning of it, though, is everybody's having a great time and they're all wearing scarves. And again, even me, I'm like, what the fuck? And, but that, it's a, I'm, it's I'm a, done there. Yeah, I'm out. I, I don't want, we all got to speak the same and wear these fucking scarves and, and the other thing, the guy was like, he, every time he said bye to somebody, he kissed them on the lips. Everybody. Oh, disgusting, dude. And they were like, oh, that's, it's weird, but hey, he's a guru or whatever. And he goes, no, no, give a fuck who he is. If you met, <laughs> let's say you met Michael Jordan, and he's like, hey, good to meet you. And he tries to come in and kiss you on the mouth. He'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm sure there'd be some people that would be like, well, it's Michael Jordan. You should probably blow him. And you're like, I don't, I don't fucking... <laughs> I'm not going to suck this guy because he can dunk. I'd be cool to meet him, but like, what the hell are we talking about here? Dude, an open, open mouth kiss when you just meet somebody, oh, you can't be doing that. Even like when somebody I know kisses me on the cheek, if we don't know each other heavy, heavy after years and years of knowing each other, it's weird. I'm not, we're shutting that down. We're shutting yeah. that down. That's like I, a seven year I got to know you and you <laughs> kiss me on the cheek. That's fine. Montreal's all about it. I've been fucked by that a couple of times because I don't know what to do. I, when it happens, I'm, I'm just, I just stand there like, I guess somebody, because you're supposed to kiss back, but I'm, I'm, Buddy, I just go, this is too odd. Dude, Nathan, there are certain ants that I don't let do that. I'm like, you, there's, there's like two ants that, look, you're not in that level. So this is like family. So I, okay, so the reason I brought that guy up is because, again, it starts off so nice, and then he, you know, he's a guy in power, and then one day he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to, fucking t- fuck everybody i have everybody's information i'm gonna pound everybody in the ass do you remember am i crazy to think about this when you bring up aunts did every aunt have the wettest mouth of all time oh, or am yeah. i am i is it just my aunts is it just my cod filled no, no, i don't know what they're doing dude i don't know what they're doing all day for like 15 hours before you see them they, they have just they look it's like they dunked their head in a fish tank and showed up to yeah it's weird it's like maybe they're maybe is that are they having, are these, I don't know about your aunts. I'm getting real weird here. I'm breaking down mentally, but I don't think, are aunts, here's what I'm trying to ask you. Are aunts. Are they active? Are they active, you're saying? Yes. No, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. I feel like my aunts haven't been active in 25 years, dude. This is what I'm saying. So maybe yeah. it is yeah, active. all yeah, of the, the, you know, they haven't been out there getting, doing no. it. So all of the, the juices have gone nowhere. They're flowing, dude. They're overflowing. They're just sitting in their mouth, dude. They, yes. My aunts probably got like maybe in the 70s. I don't know. They've been a, a couple decades. They've been off the map, dude. Yes. But that's yeah. got to go somewhere. 
and yeah, it yeah. goes right to their mouth. And then when they kiss you, you're like their whole face it's, yeah, it's is stuck to your face. It's disgusting. Gross. So, okay. So the Val though is a, is a good documentary. What, what have you been watching over there? I, uh, I, well, I, I watched Lovecraft Country. I watched the doc that you told me about social media. What's I Lovecraft? Watched, how's Lovecraft Country? Lovecraft. It's great. Lovecraft every, Country. Oh my yeah, it comes out every Sunday. A new episode. Is this Jordan Peele? Yeah, Jordan Peele directs it. Is um, it like a horror I, thing or no? Yeah, it's like horror, horror, what, sci-fi maybe as well. Okay. Uh, it deals with <clears> race, uh as well. And um, then Raised by Wolves, which uh, my boy, our, our friend of ours, Patrick Akeem, comedian, put me on to. And I watched like seven episodes. I watched the whole thing. In one season? One season. Then I watched the documentary um, on HBO. I believe it's called We Are the Dream. Um, it might be executive produced by Mahershala Ali. I believe he's one of the executive producers. It okay. just won an Emmy as well. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. slow down, Dave. Yeah. Uh, a lot of things won Emmys, man. They did. They did. But yeah, just my, I, I saw it on his page and I was like, let me watch this. And it was, it was um, kids, I believe, in high school. Um, it's called Ma the Martin Luther King competition. And they, it's all over. They can, like 400, I think, kids compete and they do poems and like speeches and it's like pretty interesting man and these kids memorize it and they they get their cadence down it's like and they're like young some of them are like seven i was like man the discipline i couldn't even do that now. <laughs> that's funny you're like you'll memorize a monologue you're like fuck <laughs> just screaming dude how about even memorize just a line that's like oh i love the baconator you go yeah, yeah. like <laughs> These kids have memorized like three pages. It was very interesting, and it was very, uh, it was very heartwarming. Nice. Yeah, I've been watching serial killer documentaries. I'm watching this thing now about. Oh, so so you didn't see the Golden State Killer documentary on HBO? No, but I might watch the Vow now that you said it. The Vow's good. It's it's like I think four episodes. It's good, um, and it's on Crave. <clears throat> Golden State Killer documentary is really interesting. Uh, about a woman who got very into the case of it. The guy wasn't caught for almost 40 years, like 35 years or something, uh, once he stopped. And she was so, just basically didn't like break the case, but broke the case, wrote a whole book about oh, it. And uh, just a couple of years ago, he was arrested and he's in jail now. But I was watching it, so I smoked the Trudeau weed that he rolls. And I'm watching this documentary and some of it's pretty graphic just in terms of uh, details about how this guy killed people and stuff. Yeah. And then, so I, I watch some of it. Well, I watch baseball and I, I'm high and I go to bed and then I'm just in bed under covers, like horrified. Cause he was, yeah, he, was, was he was break He was breaking into people's houses. Oh shit. Uh, yeah. Tying them up and fucking raping them. And then he eventually started killing people. But I was just in my bed. I'm like, what the fuck? He, what, what if he's here? And then I, every noise I was so panicked about. Like that, yeah. that whole night I was freaked the fuck out. And, you know, now, first of all, I'm, I'm, I'm staying in an uh, Airbnb condo. You'd have to climb up here to get in. Or if you came, there's only two doors. And if you came into either one of them, I, I, it's probably on me. I did something. Like, I probably know you. It would be too yeah. random for somebody to climb up and be, you know what I mean? It's How just, many floors are you? But see, that's the thing. I'm not that high. 
So I was like, you could, you could do it. Also, like my fourth floor, buddy, lower than that. Shit. Yeah, and that's like, this is, this is, I know. The next time I stay anywhere, it's got to be, you know, because you can't. How high, how high do you think you can climb with an erection? Probably not that high. <laughs> like if you're looking at a condo and you're like, man, I'm gonna sexually assault somebody in that building. I'm rock hard second third floor like how many balconies can you get up with a gut with a hard dick it's you can't it's tough it's gonna get caught on every like you gotta you gotta you know what i mean you gotta get around it no i dude i i've tried to i've tried to walk i've tried to walk from room to room hard or gone over a couch and it's been a struggle to make yeah. you know what i mean gone oh, over I, like yeah. this is one of the uh this is uh you know, side note, and I'll tell you the thing that I'm watching now. Um, not is enough he, credit. Wait, does he come in and fuck dudes too? Was he fucking no, dudes? He was, no, he was, he was tying up like husbands, taking the wife into another room and raping them. And then killing both of them. Eventually, he started just walking in and killing both people. Yeah, but at first he wasn't doing that. He, he, he was doing shit for years. Like Whoa, long they couldn't time. catch him? They talk about it a bunch of like the 70s. Basically, you couldn't, you know, there's no DNA. Um, you, you just, people couldn't, you couldn't get anybody. Not anybody, but I mean, people got away with shit. Fuck. Be almost impossible. Not almost impossible, but it'd be much harder to do that type of shit now. Yeah, you're getting caught day and a half, I feel. <laughs> well, if you have, yeah, if you've got a smartphone yeah, and anything yeah. is on, if you have your locations on, it's going to be re real, real tough. You have to never have been on the grid. You have to have been born yeah. in the, like, 1990. Well, let's, yeah, you'd have to be born. Who do you, how old do you think you got to be to be, like, a serial killer? Now, I think you were born in probably, like, yeah, 90, 95. Okay, so 19, yeah, now let's say 95. So you're 25. Yeah. You got to be born 1995. Your parents go, hey, we're going to raise you to be a serial killer. <laughs> so you have no social security no. number, no SIN number, uh, no phone. You're not on the internet. <laughs> when Facebook comes around, don't sign up for it. I mean, this is insanity because there's definitely serial killers out there. But what the guy, what he was doing at the time, they couldn't, they couldn't fucking figure it out. Oh, that's wild. That's wild. Yeah, so I was horrified, though. High out of my mind freaking the fuck out in goddamn quarantine shit i would be too dude i would be, that's why i try not to watch that shit when i'm alone i just i don't know why man i'm just interested in that stuff like i mean i, I don't i don't watch tv shows really i don't that's I watch, what i've done the opposite of you the, the the documentaries don't really get me interested it just depends on a specific ones but I'm more into watching shows and shit, but I get scared too, dude. I'm like, even like Lovecraft, one of the episodes was pretty, for me, it was scary. And I was like, I remember when, before I left LA, I watched it in my apartment and I was like, oh man, I, I might have to like go sleep at someone's house. <laughs> but you don't watch any horror movies ever, right? I don't like watching horror movies alone, period. I don't like watching them. Well, alone is, yeah. I mean, I, I yeah. The one the thing I'm watching right now, this documentary called Love Fraud, and it's about this guy who was um, fucking over women for their money. Yeah. So he was, he was married to like, he ended up marrying like oh, 10 women at different times. He was married to some of them at the same time. But basically, 
he'd meet up with a woman, tell her, hey, I love you. We should get married. Let's get a joint account. And then when they got, you know, were together, he would just fucking take all their goddamn money and bail. Really? And in any same city? I think, you no, know, he moved around a little bit, but, but um, yeah, no, he, he moved around. He moved around a and little bit. he ghost these women? He would just, just like... bail. One day they would just be like, they're like, so I'm talking to him forever. He's like, hey, I love you so much. We got to do this, blah, blah, blah. And then like one day, then he's just fucking gone. And I go to my bank account and it's toast. And he empties out, he, he, he changes his cell phone and all that shit. Yeah, it's gone. He had a couple, oh. he had a couple different names that he went by. But there's one, there's one story in it about uh, this, this couple, um, this married couple, they were together 40 years. And then this guy came in, took the wife, took all of her money, opened a, got her to open up a restaurant. Um, and then bailed with all the money. Um, like, oh, so anyway, she, he got her to take her husband's money to open up this fucking restaurant. And then he took all the restaurant's money and just bailed. But the wow. husband, it's just interesting to me because the husband, they're, they're together 40 years. And he doesn't really care at all that the, he's mad about the money, but he doesn't care that she's seeing another person. He's just like, get, get in the fucking house. You know, it just, it's so it seems to be the longer you're with somebody, you don't care what they're doing. You know what I mean? If they like, yeah, okay, you fucked somebody else. Just get in the goddamn house. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just like, just get in the fucking house. You're just embarrassing. This is yeah, like get in here, yeah. You know what I mean? The beginning of relationships, it seems it's all like, don't uh, don't do this, don't do that, and then one day it's like, you hey, your wife's fucking the neighbor, and you go, ugh. I'll go get her, you know, and you go, you gotta go over there and get, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck in the house. You think your ego is less fragile at that point after 40 years? You're like, I'm not really, I don't really, I'm not, I don't want to, I'm not in a competition anymore. Whatever. You thought he was hotter. Go fuck him. Just get back in the house. Like you said, I, I'm not yeah. in here for these games anymore. I yeah, think that makes sense. At one point in time, if you're, if you're with somebody for 40 years, eventually you're just used to having them in the house. You're used to the things that they do. They get out there and do something like, yeah all right but where the fuck are my pants i bet you yeah. i bet you there's some dudes like literally 40 years later the wife's cheating and they just call and the the guy answers and he's like yeah all right put my wife on and then the, the wife's like hey and he goes she's like look you're not treating me right i just want i just want some excitement out of my life he goes yeah 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 yeah, yeah. where the fuck are my socks <laughs> Like, I don't care. Great. Cool. Yeah, yeah, fuck, yeah. Suck his dick. Where the fuck? Okay. How do I put this food into the oven and make it food? <laughs> like, Dude, if I was with a girl 40 years, she does that. I, I would probably call and be like, where are the rest of the tea bags? Totally. Because at some I'd point. Be like, yeah, I need my Earl Grey right now. Where the fuck is the Earl Grey? You can hear her being pounded. Just fucking full on. Like, cool, man. Just where? Hey, where is the tea would did you move it <laughs> it's not it's cheating not on you you know i'm cheating on you and he goes yeah 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 yeah. where the fuck is the tea this is not the same at all but i even find that in friendships after you've been friends for like what 15 20 years and then your friends don't invite you places you're like yeah i don't i don't care man just what are we doing here now like yeah you know eventually I mean? like, you know like, yeah oh sorry i didn't invite you you're like yeah whatever man it was it was almost for the better so so yeah I guess, you know what's what's there you know what's not there yeah, the ego, man, the ego. That's a beautiful thing, though, I feel as well, is when your ego gets like that, when it just gets lessened and your self-esteem is just thrown in the gutter. <laughs> yeah, because they ended up getting back together in the documentary. So she, yeah. 
took all her husband's money, lost everything because the other dude fucking took off. And then they ended up getting back together. And the guy was like, I love my wife. You know what I mean? He's like, what the fuck am I going to do? And after 40 years, what are you going to do? Are you going to get back on fucking Tinder. back on Tinder? Be like, hey, I, I, I was married what, before the internet. And now I'm out here looking at what are you going to do? Look for another woman who's been in a relationship 40 fucking years. Just fucking stay together and wait to die. What's the, what are you getting out there for? Dude, I don't mind at that point. I was thinking about it as well as like, if you're going to fuck too, just don't fuck around me. Don't let me catch you. Just fuck this in a motel I've heard somewhere. Many women say. It's like, don't let me catch you. I've heard many women say, yeah. but it's also like in the world of comedy, which is like its own weird world. And who knows if it's a thing that they mean, but they're like, they'll say like, I don't care if my boyfriend cheats or whatever. I just don't want to find out about it. And you go, well, that's cheating. Yeah. yeah. I like do that's not, you don't want to find out about it. Okay. But that's, so if you found out about it, you'd be mad. So all you're saying is cheat good enough to not let me know. Don't, don't be a goddamn loser and have me figure it out, which, all right, I get, but I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I don't, I don't agree with that. I think it's more for me. Just tell me you're going to tell me that you cheated, but just, I don't want to walk in on it. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to be, I get I it. I don't want to, I don't want, you know, if you're getting pounded across town, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be embarrassed. Yeah, don't put on the do not disturb in the hotel room. <laughs> and where the fuck are my socks? <laughs> Honey, where are my goddamn socks? And she's like, I'm in here getting pa- off oh, for fuck's sake. You couldn't have, you couldn't have did the, the, you couldn't have folded the fucking laundry before this? What the fuck is this? Yeah, you're going to put the socks out for me? What the fuck? You and like- I mean, I, I, say, I say that as a, just a dumb fucking reference, but after 40 years, I bet that a lot of men would just be like, I just need her back in here so I know how to fucking, I don't know how to do anything in here. <laughs> Dude, I feel that way too. It's like if my mom like cheated on my dad, he would probably call her and be like, you got to come back. I don't know how, what to do with the coffee machine. I don't even know where the coasters are. The cookies are, are fucking in what cabinet? Do you want me to look? <laughs> Dude, can you imagine? I mean, when you're like 20 something, you know, your apartment is shit as a dude, basically, yeah. for the most part. People are coming up with pizza boxes you got to step over, all that kind of shit. Can you imagine, I think, mo- again, 40 years. Can you imagine just going back to that, kind of? <laughs> there's a lot of dudes that wouldn't do that, for sure. They'd be like, no, I'll figure my life out. And but there's a lot of guys, I think, that would just be like, she's gone? Well, what the fuck how do you turn on a stove just staring at the laundry mat you're like this thing does twirl right fuck yeah there's a lot of a lot of you know i might be that guy dude 10 15 years from now i'm like my wife's getting pounded across the city i'm like fuck dude i just need to know how to operate yeah i don't know how to make lasagna that's like this is she does that on tuesdays it's so dumb but it's years ago um my ex-girlfriend used to put so on my old my desk i had like you know notes you write bullshit down on a fucking piece of paper and i'd come home sometimes and it's completely gone and i'm like the fuck happened where is it and she's like oh i put it in a tin she had a box that she put it in she's like so it's organized i'm like just fucking completely ruined my life (laughs) but then one day you go i like this tin (laughs) the tin's gone i'm like the fucking now it's all over the place yeah come back 
it's not it's like you get used to that you get used to the routine though so 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 if dick comes in between you and your routine what's more important i'd say the routine and that's what the dude yes and that's what the dude was like after 40 years after a while like i think you're saying about ego and stuff you're like dick big deal i get we started this podcast by saying that once we're out of quarantine we're both gonna blow a couple of dudes at (laughs) eight what's a little dick who cares who gives a fuck that's what i mean it's like and then you go, he loved me, he loves me more. And you're like, yeah, that's a lot of energy. You know what I mean? You start yes. thinking like, that guy's put in, a, like I was a side guy for a while once and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the perks of being a guy that didn't have to put that much attention in. Was just I got fucking, am I wrong? Is that all that it is? Side guy is like, they meet you like twice a week. You fuck, you drink wine, listen to music. And then they go on with the, with the real person they love. And they talk to you about that person. Like, I don't know why they don't get me. And you're just kind of just hanging in the wind eating fries. <laughs> That's so funny. I don't know why they don't get me. I don't know. You just wiped my cum off your face. <laughs> Is that what you want him to get? <laughs> That's great. Yeah, that sounds like a party. But that also sounds like, that sounds like the upgraded version of uh, the friend zone in high school. You know, when you like hang out with a girl uh, who you were like super into, but she had some fucking douche and she was always talking about that douche. And you're like, I'd love to fuck this woman, but I can't cause she's with this douche and blah, blah. It's just like the upgraded version of that. If you're just going to listen to the problems of another person's relationship, but get to fuck. I mean, part it's of that's good. And also part of it is like, I don't want to listen to this shit. You don't it, look, I'm not saying you should be a side piece for a full year. I'm talking, this is like two months. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, yeah, this Christmas is like a short, to Christmas. Yeah, cell phone plan. You know what I mean? It's a bitch. <laughs> um, well, buddy, I guess we're gonna get out of here. I appreciate yeah, dude, you. What a time, dude. I appreciate you doing this. Uh, I always love doing it, dude. Two men breaking down during quarantine. Well, I am for sure. No joke. I'm like. Today, I literally, I'm looking outside like a fucking house cat. Like, I just want to be able to walk. I just want to be able to go into a Starbucks. I don't even really, I, I don't even like Starbucks. But I just want to go into Starbucks because watching YouTube, uh, like the ads, they have that, that pumpkin nitro yeah. cream fucking, and I see it being poured. And if I was able to get it whenever I wanted, I wouldn't care. But now that I can't get it, I'm like, let me, at, I'm, I'm waiting 14 days to run in there well, and spend I'm, I'm $7 in- on a fucking drink. I'm on the same position as you where I'm like, fuck, dude, I'm just looking at shit. Like I told you, I ordered, I fucking ordered a coffee, like a, no, a pumpkin spice latte and a fucking cookie for like $22. <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> I need to get outside, dude. Saturday, man. We're almost there, bro. I know, man. We're getting tests tomorrow. What a party. Well, Dave, we got to we have, look. We have an Instagram beef going that we have to figure out. Yeah. We'll go back <laughs> to the regular, regular This is a program. side. This is side. This is side. This is different. On Instagram, we hate each other, but here. It's all love. Of course. All right. I love you, buddy. I'll, I'll you, talk bro. to you soon. Thank you, man. Talk soon, dude. Peace.